This is the LAW Podcast Series with Peter Gowers, the podcast to connect LAW members and have some fun talking about their personal and professional lives. Hello and welcome to the LAW Podcast Series. I'm Peter Gowers. On this episode of the series, we head to Amsterdam in the Netherlands and we'll be talking with attorney at law, Cohen Vonders. I hope I got the correction, uh, the right pronunciation there, Cohen. It works for me. Thank you very much for the introduction. Now, I wasn't even going to try and attempt to say the name of your law firm without getting full instruction first. So how does one pronounce uh, the name of your law firm? Frotier Lawyers in Business. Frotier Lawyers in Business. Okay. So only the, only the first word is difficult. Exactly, yeah. And I note with interest that that's the, the surname of um, uh, the, the, I guess, the um, head of your law firm there. That's correct. So, Cohen, let's talk about you. Where are you from originally? Um, uh, from Amsterdam as well. I was born in Amsterdam, uh, raised in Haarlem, uh, which is a city uh, 20 minutes by car uh, from Amsterdam. Um, but now I'm back living and working in Amsterdam. And family from there as well? Uh, my family is uh, living in Amsterdam and in Haarlem, uh, both, yeah. Is that Haarlem as in uh, the same pronunciation as the city in uh, New York? Uh, that uh, originates from uh, uh, Amsterdam, yeah. Okay. Uh, because uh, it was used to, used to be called New Amsterdam. Ah, oh, there you go, of New course. New York. Yeah, of yeah. course. But uh, your Haarlem has a better reputation, I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Okay, so um, tell me a bit about, you've obviously been there for most of your life, but um, where are your forefathers from? Are they all from the Netherlands and Amsterdam or or how did they get there? Um, uh, No, that's not not entirely uh, correct. Um, So um, uh, uh, my mother is from uh, a northern province uh, in the Netherlands, Friesland, um, uh, where my uh, grandparents used to have a uh, sailing school. Yes. Um, And my uh, father and his family, they uh, come from a different province in the north of the Netherlands, which is called Drenthe. Um, uh, but, uh, the, both of them, uh, went to study in, uh, in Amsterdam and, uh, that's how they ended up there. Um, uh, before the podcast began, we, uh, were talking about my surname, um, and, uh, that's, uh, uh an origin uh, from, uh, uh, that's in that origins from, uh, Germany. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. uh, once upon a time from German heritage. Way, 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 way back. But yes. <laughs> okay. And uh, what inspired you to uh, pursue a career in the law? Um, well, actually, I was uh, uh, raised with that idea as well. Um, uh, my father is also an uh, attorney at law um, at an uh, international law firm in Amsterdam. Um, uh, so uh, I didn't know any better. Yeah. It seems this is a bit of a theme, actually. I was uh, uh, talking on another podcast with uh, one of the members in Spain. And uh, and his family, both mother and father, 
uh, were both oh, lawyers. Okay. Yeah, so it, he he was gone before he started because both sides got him. But uh, it was just your father, was it? Well, my my mother was pulling uh, uh, at me as well to uh, pursue a different career. Um, uh, she used to have uh, two restaurants in Amsterdam. Ah. Um, so, um, uh, my alternative was to become a chef. Yes. Um, um, and, um, I think that until I was, uh, 17, 18, uh, I used to say that I, I was to become a chef, but, um, in the end I thought that's uh, really hard work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll switch to being a lawyer instead. <laughs> you, you seem, um, a lot more chipper and happy as well. So you wouldn't have made a chef <laughs> with, with their grumpy reputation. Yeah. Um, well, uh, now that uh, uh, nowadays chefs are um, uh, much more appreciated, I think. So now all the chefs, uh, at least in the Netherlands, they are famous, and also in the UK and the US, yes. of course. So, um, uh, but back in the day, I don't think it was the case. So, uh, mm. um, yeah. What sort of restaurants did she own? Um, uh, one was a, a French orientated restaurant at um, uh, Amsterdam Grand Central Station. Um, and the other one was in the city center, and that was more of a cafe. Okay. No, not one of those famous Amsterdam cafes, was it? Um, uh, back in the day, it was uh, quite renowned, but uh, uh, the, both of them don't exist anymore, or at least not um, uh, in the same structure as they used to be. Sure. Okay. Now, um, so, as you said, due to your father, you uh, pursued a career in law. And what areas of law do you specialize in or spend most of your time practicing? Yeah, so I uh, I combine um, uh, uh, corporate law, uh, advice on mergers and acquisitions, and also on all kinds of uh, real estate matters um, with a focus on uh, commercial leasing law. So what, what does a real estate... Um, uh, lawyer, what sort of activities would they do in in uh, Amsterdam? Um, uh, well, uh, for for my part, um, uh, mostly uh, real estate transactions. Um, so my clients uh, are uh, real estate developers, uh, asset managers, um, and um, I'm currently uh, uh, busy uh, in some deals um, concerning uh, uh, business premises in Amsterdam. Um, and I advise, uh, uh, do due diligence, draft, uh, uh, purchase agreements and all related, uh, uh, activities. Yeah. So with a contract of sale, um, in, in say Australia, for example, and I believe it's the same in the UK, uh, we have a, uh, a type of facility called a conveyancer or a conveyancing facility where essentially, there's a conveyancer that acts for both the seller and the purchaser and to make sure that the contract has you know, both parties' interests in mind. Is that the sort of stuff you're doing as well? Well, um, it's uh, uh, slightly different um, because um, uh, in the Netherlands, uh, in order to be able to transfer ownership of either shares in a, a, BV, a limited liability company or um, uh, transfer ownership of uh, real estate, you require the involvement of a notary public. Ah. And I think that the notary public's role is um, uh, similar to uh, that of the conveyor. So 
um, uh, 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 the notary public uh, verifies whether um, uh, everything uh, uh, is correct um, and has the interest of both parties uh, in mind, whereas the uh, uh, representing attorneys are uh, attorneys are representatives of their clients. Yeah. So there's a um, uh, on the other side there's also an attorney uh, uh, involved. But there is one notary public uh, right. involved for both parties. So um, notary publics, to my knowledge, deal mainly with international certifications. Is there a reason why you use notary publics uh, versus a, a localized version of that? Um, uh, no, that's that's that's. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. That's simply uh, how we how we do it. A notary um, has to be involved uh, to be able to 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 transfer um, uh, transfer the ownership uh, by signing a deed of transfer. Right. Um, uh, and uh, the notary uh, registers the transfer in um, uh, the cadastral registry. Um, and in the uh, commercial register of the Netherlands Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and maybe I'm just getting the terminology a bit mixed up as well. Yeah, but I, I can imagine uh, now that you're speaking to attorneys uh, uh, all over the world. Yeah, with correct. different structures. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. You know my pain now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so mergers and acquisitions, that must be fun. That is fun because you have to uh, uh, really work together with your colleagues who uh, specialize in different fields um, uh, and also cross-border. Um, uh, so um, uh, we have currently some uh, M&A transactions um, on the roll and um, uh, colleagues from the intellectual property department are involved, labor law, um, uh, real estate, uh, and so on. So um, uh, uh, it's 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 a it's a process always of of months um, uh, where you uh, yeah really have to work together um, and that's uh, that's fun yeah and without obviously identifying uh, any clients or any parties what what sort of deals are you putting together at, at this point in time in that regard. Um, uh, well, on, on, some, on some deals, I can be a little bit more open um, uh, because we've recently completed them. Um, yep. uh, uh, but one was the um, uh, takeover of a um, uh, uh, school application. So um, uh, uh, the application enables uh, parents to uh, communicate with schools and have everything um, uh, in one place in the application, so payment for for activities, um, uh, communications with the teacher, etc. Wow. Um, um, so we did that recently, and also um, uh, an investment from a uh, fund in a company that develops um, uh, glass houses. Um, uh, for agriculture purposes uh, with um, um, really complicated robotic techniques <laughs> uh, so that uh, uh, no, no, no manpower is involved. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So really different stuff. Really different stuff because in the end uh, uh, it, 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 it concerns the, the uh, transfer of shares um, yep. uh, and it doesn't really matter um, uh, 
what is owned or being performed by the company in question. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the app for the school is an interesting one because I guess, uh, you know, when you think of mergers and acquisitions, we, you know, we, we think about banks buying smaller banks and, you know, big sort of corporate high flyers. But that's a, that's a classic example of something that, that a lot of people wouldn't think about. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly true. Yeah. So the areas of law that you work in, were they areas that you identified uh, when you're at university or you know when you're interning as areas of interest, or did you fall into them more by default? Um, I think a little bit of both, actually, because um, um, uh, in the Netherlands, it is also uh, uh, generally being said that um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the study is a uh, really broad study, so. You can go and do everything with it, um, uh, which is also a reason why a lot of people uh, decided to uh, enter into a law study. Um, and um, it, the study itself is also really broad and covers uh, all fields of law. So, so you um, get a little bit of a feeling uh, uh, with criminal law, uh, with public law, and also with civil law. And um, uh, 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 then you hope that uh, one of these uh, areas sparks your interest. Um, And for me, uh, corporate law uh, did spark the interest that I was looking for. Um, Whereas um, uh, the the real estate practice um, uh, uh, always already was uh, uh, um, one that was on my mind, uh, because that is uh, the field of law that my father uh, also uh, uh, is active in. So um, uh, from the sidelines, I uh, already... uh, had some experience with it and, and, and gained some insights. Yeah. So you, you walked in uh, almost an expert. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, looking at your website before we uh, got on to do the podcast, uh, I can see that Frotia, if I said that right, is uh, a fairly full-service firm as well. Yeah, so we um, uh, uh, focus mainly on entrepreneurs and we hope to be able to advise them on um, all fields of law uh, in which they require assistance. So that is our, that is our main, main goal. Um, and if we do not have the knowledge in-house, uh, uh, we have relationships um, uh, uh, in order to enable our clients to also obtain advice on that particular field of law, where, where whether that is one of the LAW firms because uh, 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 legal advice from abroad, abroad is required or whether it's uh, uh, in the Netherlands itself, um, uh, but uh, for example, the involvement of an immigration lawyer is required, which is uh, one of the few fields that we are not active in. Mm. And and what about um, employees within the firm, Cohen? How many uh, employees are there in Frontier, and and how many offices do you have? Um, I think that currently we have approximately somewhat of twenty employees in total, um, uh, of which uh, ten or eleven are uh, attorneys. Okay. Yeah. Right. So a reasonable size. 
A reasonable size, yeah. So um, uh, uh, we're looking we're looking to grow, um, but the uh, current employment market is uh, uh, right. one that is really friendly to the employees. Uh, so um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, companies are competing uh, for um, for employees. So um, uh, that isn't any different for us. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's it, it's a global issue. Um, it's not a new issue. But um, peop- uh, businesses are really struggling now to, to get employees and there's so much competition uh, and I guess um, wage competition within that. Yeah, and um, I've actually read some ag- insights last week in, in our version of the Financial Times um, in um, which they also explained that is is a generation uh, issue because the millennials and the generation Z um, um, do not have much trouble with uh, quitting their jobs um, yeah. if they are not uh, 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 thinking that they are living life to the fullest. Um, yes. So they they have uh, relatively uh, uh, no 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 issues with simply quitting their job because they have faith that they will uh, get a new one in 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 uh, seconds of time. Yes, I believe they're also um, thinking that Bitcoin and Ethereum are classified as investments. Uh, certainly, really recommended investments. <laughs> uh, I also noted in my research that Amsterdam has uh, approximately a million people uh, population in the city. Uh, I hope those numbers are right. So what size firm is yours for a city of that size? Is it is it on the medium size, larger size, or where does it sit? No, I would I would say it's a, me- a medium size. So we in Amsterdam have also all uh, the big international uh, law firms uh, uh, present, and they are in the uh, financial city center. Um, and uh, you have also a lot of law firms uh, uh, that are uh, uh, sole proprietorships, or, or, or perhaps a collaboration between two or three lawyers. Um, so I'd say mid size. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. And what about outside of? Um, when you're at the office and involved in real estate deals or, or mergers and acquisitions, what, what, what sort of hobbies do you uh, enjoy doing? Um, uh, so um, I'm uh, a sports fanatic. Uh, uh, I love all kinds of sports and I uh, love to watch all kinds of sports. Um, I currently uh, do field hockey ah. um, and um, uh, also on a regular basis maybe not every week but uh certainly every other week uh either tennis or squash or i've got a recent interest in padel so you could say that all uh games where a ball is involved <laughs> uh, <laughs> are, are are on my list um running i'd also do a lot and besides that um uh, you can always find me in the kitchen i love to cook uh, uh, and I love to uh, go out uh, uh, to eat in restaurants, yeah. try new things. Um, so those are my uh, uh, um, my hobbies in which uh, I, I, I invest most of my time. What's your um, special go-to meal in the kitchen? If you've got to pull out all stops, what's your number one dish that you know you always get right? So um, uh, when I was uh, uh, dating with my uh, current uh, uh, fiance, uh, I um, uh, impressed her and got her over the line with <laughs> a uh, ris- risotto. Oh wow! Okay. So that always works well. 
And tell me, what's um, what are some of the dishes that are native to the Netherlands? <laughs> yeah, but th those are not on my bucket list. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, uh, um, uh, we have um, uh, uh, varieties of, of, of mash, so uh, vegetables and potatoes mashed together uh, into something that you can't really distinguish what it is that you are eating. <laughs> Um, uh, but that's a famous one. Um, or um, uh, pea soup is also a really famous one. Um, okay. Yeah. But not no. not not my interests. Okay, so local dishes aren't more your uh, aren't your thing. It's more. No, I like uh, Italian food and I love Asian food, and uh, um, uh, that's what I on a day to day basis uh, eat or cook myself. Yeah. And I think no matter where you go in the world uh, these days anyway, you can uh, always find yourself a good uh, Chinese meal or a good Thai meal. Uh, are there, if you like the Asian dishes, are there plenty of places that you can uh, head to in uh, near where you are in Amsterdam? Certainly, we, we have the same thing. So on, on almost every street, you will find um, uh, uh, Indonesian uh, takeouts, Thai food, um, uh, food from Suriname, uh, Indian food. Yeah, everywhere. The lot. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you're a sports fan before, and uh, I too am a bit of a sports fan. And Oh, really? Whenever I think of every nation, I, I try and think of those that uh, uh, are sort of f famous to me or those that I've seen before. And certainly the um, the Netherlands hockey team or field hockey, as you said, are, are one that stand out. I'm sure that. Uh, yeah, know. but I think that's that's only for you as an Australian because field hockey is not that popular in every country of the world. That is true. Um, that is true. Whereas in Australia, uh, 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 there's some uh, uh, relationship between the Netherlands and the Australians, uh, uh, whereas hockey is concerned. Um, uh, so I don't think that there are a lot of people that uh, would say the same as you. No, that um, is true. There's two names that stand out to me, though. Uh, and they're not famous for their field hockey, but uh, I've got to get the pronunciation correct here. One of them is Peter Vandenhugenband. Yeah, swimming. And he uh, got a gold medal in Sydney. He did. And Inga de Bruin. Also a swimmer. Yes. And uh, yeah. both of them tormented us very much uh, <laughs> at, uh, at the Sydney Olympics, but other ones as well, but both fantastic uh, Dutch swimmers. Yeah, so um, uh, also the, the last Olympics, um, uh, I, I almost watched uh, every sport in which uh, the Netherlands was participating. Same as for the Winter Olympics, which were this year even. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I really love it. So um, you mentioned field hockey. Is that something that you did from a young age? Because it tends to be um, in some parts of the world where it's played anyway, it's done through the school system. Is that how you grew up playing? No, so um, uh, unfortunately in the Netherlands, uh, schools uh, and sports uh, aren't that related, same as, for example, in the US. Um, right. I would have really loved uh, if, if it was the same uh, as there. Um, but uh, no, you, you simply send your, your kid to a sport uh, that he fancies um, and, and register him as a, a new uh, a member of the club. Yeah. Um, if you uh, are lucky enough to uh, uh, get by the waiting lists, 
but I, I I play field hockey since since I was five or six years old, I guess. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so what position do you play? Um, I'm a center midfielder. Okay, all right. So I uh, I um, uh, um, I register uh, everything that's going around me, and I um, am the, the 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 playmaker, so to say. Yes, you score many goals. Uh, not as much as uh, in recent years this year, unfortunately. So um, my team members are all uh, uh, harassing me for it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not delivering enough for them? No, I, I am not, unfortunately. <laughs> um, is football as popular in the Netherlands as it is in other parts of Europe? Uh, it certainly is. It's the uh, number one uh, sport in our country. Um, okay. I love it as well. I have a, a season ticket uh, at Ajax. So uh, um, okay. every other week I go to a game in uh, the Amsterdam Arena. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's it's sport number one over here. Brilliant. What sort of crowds do they get? What sort of numbers do they get at a, at a you know, a, a game with two of the big bigger clubs? Uh, well, the, the the Amsterdam Arena has a capacity of approximately, uh, I think, almost sixty thousand, and wow. um, it's it's almost always sold out. Wow! Uh, so it's a it's a big stadium, but but um, maybe there are uh, two or three uh, uh, other ones that 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 come in 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 the. Uh, uh, in and around the same numbers as as as, as the Amsterdam Arena, um, uh, although smaller because this is the biggest one for sure. Um, but we also have a lot of of really small stadiums with yes. only a capacity of seventy five hundred or ten thousand, um, yeah, somewhere in that area. Yeah, and there's multiple tiers as well, isn't there? There's like a top level, and they have uh, you know smaller levels as well with smaller teams. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's a it's a pyramid. Um, uh, I think same as, for example, in the UK. So we have a, yeah. we also have a championship and a first division and, and so on and so on. Yep, you have a promotion and relegation system as well. We do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we better stop talking about football. We'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned earlier that that obviously due to. Uh, the situation that's occurring in the world right now, you haven't actually been to an, an LAW get-together in person. So um, what have you done under the LAW banner to date? Um, I have to admit uh, uh, absolutely nothing. Okay, well, that's good. Um, uh, uh, well, I'm not sure if that's good. <laughs> but um, uh, I simply haven't been in the position yet to, uh, to join one of, one of, the, uh, one of the meetings. Um, um, also because uh, whenever there's a meeting uh, uh, scheduled, not all uh, of the colleagues uh, uh, can go uh, all at once to the same meeting yep. because otherwise we'd, we'd have a problem here in the office. Sure. Uh, nobody running it. Uh, so it hasn't been my my turn yet, um, and then COVID happened, of course, and uh, um, uh, uh, there weren't any meetings to go to uh, <laughs> at all. So yeah. um, uh, I hope that um, uh, I'm next on the list uh, for one of the first uh, events. Yeah, and to qualify my statement, um, meaning it was good, as in it's a great opportunity, obviously, to introduce you no, to them. I, I, 
<laughs> I understood what you meant. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Um, and so what have people within the firm who have been to meetings, whether in person or during this new uh, sort of Zoom era that we live in, uh, mm. what have they described about LAW and, and its benefits and, and, you know, the good parts about being involved? Um, well, they have told me a lot about uh, uh, the meetings uh, uh, that they have had um, uh, recently in Germany, I believe, and um, everybody uh, uh, that went there uh, 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 came back with raving reviews. Hmm. Um, they told me about uh, 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 the club nights that they've been to, um, uh, and then uh, everybody um, uh, had to rise up uh, really early the next morning. <laughs> um, everybody was still present um, and uh, attending uh, attending uh, the conferences. Um, uh, so uh, uh, a man uh, during the day and a man uh, uh, during the night. Hmm. Um, 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 uh, one of my colleagues, Marcel, I, I think he was uh, 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 one of the board members of LAW. He told me about um, uh, uh, a journey that he made to um, actually where you are, uh, or you were in Darwin, I believe. Ah, yep. oh, yes, um, yep. the XCO so, meeting. Yeah, that's that's um, almost as far as you can travel, I guess, from the Netherlands. So it is. all the way over there for a meeting, uh, uh, that sounds really cool. Yep. Um, did he mention how good the mangoes were? Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> I, I will ask him about it. You uh, must ask after, him. After yes. our podcast. Yeah, yeah. The mangoes. Must. The mangoes. Yep, the mangoes were exceptional at that meeting. I've been told all about it by various members. Really? The, yeah. the, the fruit, the mango. Darwin is famous for its mangoes, but uh, oh. it, the, the timing of that meeting was particularly good because it was uh, mango season, so... They got to try a lot of different varieties and uh, everybody spoke very highly of the beautiful Darwin mango. The Darwin mango. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, will, uh, I will ask him about it for sure. And before, Cohen, you mentioned that um, obviously there's times when you're doing uh, work that involves you know, cross-border cooperation. Um, and, and we said that you haven't been to a meeting, but obviously you'd be aware of the other firms. Um, have you had anything to do with personally or professionally uh, a member from any other firms that, that you can recall that, that you can talk about? Um, well, uh, uh, for sure, with several, um, and, and all, not, not always only for uh, um, uh, working together, but also for uh, referrals. So the referral system itself is already uh, really helpful. Um, it was only recently that I had a, a um, somewhat private-related issue. Uh, it was for uh, uh, my father-in-law, who uh, um, uh, was... Uh, in a, a deal with a residential home in Italy. So um, he had some legal questions that he wanted to ask. So um, uh, I contacted one of the colleagues uh, in Rome um, uh, who was able to help him. So uh, 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 that was uh, really helpful in itself already. Um, and um, this happens, uh, this happens uh, really frequently. So um, I think that that's a good thing. Yeah, that's that's definitely my understanding of it. Is that the referral system is, you know, aside from other things, but one of the the key reasons why the LAW membership and and uh, group works so well. Yeah, I I, I uh, think so too. 
Well, I won't take up any more of your time. I, I really appreciate the conversation and um, getting to know you, and I'm sure the members will, will enjoy this conversation and getting to know you as well. I promised you before we started that I would try and get the pronunciation of your name correct at the end. So here it goes. Um, and, and thanks for spending some time on the LAW podcast series with me. You're welcome, and thank you for your time. That was Kun Wanders from the Fratoya Lawyers in Business, member of the LAW Group on the LAW podcast series. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Lawyers Associated Worldwide podcast series with Peter Gowers the podcast where LAW members go one-on-one to discuss their professional and personal lives. More episodes coming soon.